Hello, my beautiful friend. Happy May Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Ash Vedal Podcast. I'm Ash, and I'm very excited you're here today because I want to talk about something that I think we can all relate to, which is making new friends or finding your true inner circle of people who are in alignment with you, who want what's best for you, who support you, who can give you tough love when you need to hear it, like really good lifelong friends. Whether you're new to a town, or you're going through a tough time, or you just want to expand on your social circle, or you want to find people, like I said, who are more in alignment with the things that you enjoy. Because I know in high school, I had some friends, and I was like, well, this is my friend group, even though we don't really enjoy the same things, and we don't really have any of the same interests, like, this is my friend group. Uh, No. (laughs) I think that no matter your situation, it's important to have a strong network of friends who support and connect with you on a much deeper level than the average person. I'm not talking acquaintances. Today we're talking BFFs, you know what I'm saying? So maybe you're currently in a friend group that you're not totally in alignment with. You don't really vibe with them. Maybe you're a little bit insecure around them or you're kind of walking on eggshells around them or you just maybe don't really like care what they talk about and you have no interest in like being a part of the conversation 90% of the time and They're just not really your kinds of people. Maybe there's nothing wrong. They're just not your kind of people. I think that it's important to kind of address that. And I think it's important. I like to remember the quote, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I often like to think of my friend groups in that manner. Um, I like to think that I'd like to be surrounded by people who push me and continuously better me in some way, whether it's you know, physical or mental or emotional betterment, just somebody who really pushes me to want to be better and supports me in that journey. And when I'm thinking of like my friend group, I'm thinking of the kind of people that I can really laugh with or cry with or share my deepest, darkest secrets with. Somebody who I'm never uncomfortable around, I can always just kind of be the person that I am in that moment with this person. And I think that's so important. I think that's such a beautiful thing to strive for and look for in a friendship. I think that a lot of the times we end up with certain friends because of circumstances in our life and we come across these people and they end up in our life and maybe it's not that they're bad people, but they're not necessarily in alignment with the direction that we'd like our life to be going in. Um, I've had friends growing up. I have had friends in high school who, like I said, we just, we weren't, on the same page then and now that we've kind of grown up we're definitely not on the same page anymore and I've had to let some of those friendships go and that's okay I've you know I filled the space with other friends who have that deeper connection with me who do understand me who do let me cry and laugh and be whoever I need to be in that moment while also giving me you know support and love and who lean on me as well I think it's really important if you want your friends to lean on you you need to lean on them I think it's uh It's worth saying that it's uncomfortable to share deeply with someone who does not share deeply with you. So if you want deeper friendships, you need to be willing to create deeper connections, deeper bonds. And that's just on expanding your friend group. I mean, if you're, let's say you're moving to a new town and you want to start fresh, you don't have any friends, you don't know anybody here. I've done that a few times. And that's always fun because you almost get like a a clean slate. You get to start over and you get to decide the kind of person that you want to be and then the kind of person that you want to let into your life and again I think that comes down to like finding 
that strict uh that strict list of requirements that you look for in a friend not unsimilar to like making the list of your dream partner you know you make a list of your dream friend and see how many boxes these people check off and I'm not saying they're gonna check all the boxes but it's good to know that they're checking more than a few it'll be good to see if that's in alignment with what you want and you can take it from there I think the benefits of having a strong social network are so incredible. Studies have shown that having a strong social network can lead to increased happiness, better mental and physical health, and a greater sense of belonging and connection. It's amazing how much a good friend can lift our spirits and help us out and make us feel like decent human beings when things feel like shit has hit the fan. It's so important to have a strong social network. Uh, your your mini circle, your circle of trust, your inner crew, your tight ones, your real ones, your A ones, those people are so important. You know, you know that saying, uh, shit, how's it go? I gotta look it up. Hold on. Okay. <clears throat> I found it. Um, basically, the the quote goes, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with essentially saying you are who you surround yourself with. And I've mentioned this before, but as humans, we can be very easily influenced and almost unconsciously. And so we do unconsciously, accidentally take over the belief systems of the people that we are spending most of our time with. So, for example, um, I don't know, when my best friend Maya moved in, uh, when I was living with her, she was of the mindset like everything is okay and everything if it's not okay it will be you know and I kind of adapted that belief when she moved in and it became my own and that's a very that's an example that's a positive example um but there are also negative examples you know like I I've had friends before in my life where their belief system is everybody wants something from you and nobody's genuine and so I had this really dark morbid negative yucky outlook of the world and I just assumed that everybody wanted something from me and nobody was genuine and nobody had anything real to offer and everything was superficial and it was just such a yucky place to be and I didn't even realize I was doing it but it was just you know again like that was the echo chamber that I was in and that was all I had so be very mindful of the people that you surround yourself with because I mean, think of the top five people that you spend the most time with. What do they spend the most time talking about and doing in their free time? Is it something that you want to be talking about and doing in your free time? If not, maybe spend less time in those areas and make a little more time for things that feel good, that uplift you, that push you, that motivate you, that inspire you, that make you want to be happy. Our friends are our role models and unconsciously we look up to them and we're inspired by them so make sure that you're being inspired and motivated by someone that you actually look up to whose situation in life you would love to not be in but replicate resemble does that make sense okay identifying your social needs before you even start looking for new friends it's important to think about what you need and want in a friend in the first place. You're not going to go in blind and then just magically find your BFFFL. You know, you don't even know what you're looking for. 
So I think it's important to figure out what you're looking for in a friend, what you want in a friend, what your expectations and your boundaries are in friendship before you even approach looking for someone. Again, it's kind of building that box, that list, that checklist of boxes where, you know, you can check off. Are they, are they meeting your requirements? Does this look like the kind of friend that you want to have in your life? So do you want someone to hang out with you and have fun with you? Or are you looking for more deep and meaningful connection? And you can want both, but I think it's important to keep the two set, not necessarily keep the two separate, but it's important to list them both down. Put them, put them both on the list. They are their own boxes. Do you prefer more one-on-one time or are you more for a larger group of big friend gatherings? I think personally, the bigger the group, the harder the connection is because it's hard to get as deeply intimate. It's, it's a lot of work. It's energetically draining to be vulnerable with someone. And so if you're the kind of person who wants to be like in a big friend group and you want no less than 10 friends because you want to mob out like a squad like that, more power to you. But it is going to be a lot harder to create deeper, more meaningful connections in groups that size because, excuse me, it's just too draining. It's a lot to keep up with. I think of having large friend groups a lot like having a threesome. You know, in theory, it's sexy. It looks good on the outside. It's hot and steamy and fun. Awesome. But, like, if you think about it, in that situation, there's so much going on. Everybody's trying to focus on everybody else. And there's not really any, like, time to actually focus on yourself. Does that make sense? I feel like I got carried away there. But it makes sense in my brain. Like, essentially, there's just too much happening. And you can't focus on taking care of yourself. But at the same time, because you're not taking care of yourself, you can't really focus on taking care of anyone else. There's just a lot going on and it's a lot to keep track of and it's a lot of work essentially you can get off but it's a lot it's a lot more work anyways that was a little off track let's get let's get back on track so defining what you're looking for in a friend before you even go into that friendship figuring out the kind of person that you're looking for and then understanding how to look for it Notice patterns right off the bat that aren't going to serve you. For example, if all your friends want to do when they hang out is go out drinking and that's not something you want to do, notice that that's a pattern and that that's a friendship that might not necessarily serve you. And that doesn't mean that that can't be your friend. It just might not be someone in your inner circle. That might be more of an acquaintance. If your friend is super gossipy and all your friends do is like talk about other people instead of their own goals, aspirations, trials, tribulations. Maybe that's a pattern that you're noticing and you don't really want to be a part of that either. That's okay. Those can be acquaintances. You can still have love for those people, but maybe they're not your inner circle people. Um, I don't know. Maybe your friends and you disagree on certain religious or political opinions and that's something that you truly stand behind and they truly stand behind and you guys are just never on the same page and having a conversation with them always leads to confrontation and argument you guys can't ever see eye to eye that's okay maybe that's not your inner circle people you know 
essentially just finding out what works for you and what doesn't and what you're looking for in a friend and how to kind of notice if the friends you have or the friends you're starting to make are going to make the cut or not. That sounds kind of harsh, but you really get one life. You don't deserve to surround yourself with people who don't make you feel 110%. Don't feel bad for them. Their, Their A1 friends are out there too. So you guys just weren't meant to be. That sounds so harsh, but it's true. Not every friend is going to be your best friend, and that's okay. I think the moment we come to terms with that, then we can start looking for real friends. Okay, now that you know what you're looking for in a friendship, it's time to start meeting new people. And there are so many ways to meet new people and make connections, and they can be really fun. Some ideas might include joining clubs or organizations that align with your interests. For me, I've been taking ceramics and it's been so meditative and so fun. And there are people there that I would never otherwise have probably stopped to have a conversation with because they are nothing like me. We are all so different in that class, but we've found this like connection, this thing that we all bond over. And it's really great. It's really amazing. Some of the friends that I've made in those classes. You could attend events or activities in your community. Maybe uh, you like to sing and you want to get more into that scene and start making friends with people who also sing for a living and who are more in alignment with your hobbies and interests. You can go out to the farmer's market and talk to the live band that's there and see what they're up to and how they got started and just kind of make friends with people who are in situations that you want to be in or in situations that you'd like to be in, you enjoy, you can see yourself in, make friends with those people. Even if they don't become an inner circle friend, you might just find a mentor along the way. We love that. We love mentorship. I also think that we can use social media to connect with other people who have interests similar to ours, and I say that one lightly. I personally have been off of social media for a hot minute and it feels so good not needing to check my phone every five minutes. I have, however, made many friends that, again, I would never have otherwise had the opportunity to meet and befriend if not for social media because these are friends that live on the other side of the planet and I don't think I'll ever just happen upon them or run into them, but through the power of social media, I was able to make a connection with somebody who again was in alignment with my interests, my hobbies, who had a similar worldview to me. And it's awesome just getting to meet people who you wouldn't normally have the opportunity to meet. And again, not all of these people are going to become inner circle people, but opening yourself up to opportunities is where you will find your inner circle people. Putting in, I think because putting in the time and effort to figuring yourself out only puts you more and more in alignment and within reach of people who are of similar mindsets who want the similar things and I think that's where you find your people and it's so annoying because everything I say comes back to the self but it's so important if yourself is not figured out everything else is just going to be a mess because it won't make any sense because you don't know who you are or what you want so figure out exactly what you want and then follow those little passions it will lead you to like-minded people in alignment with you. I promise, I promise. I think the big thing is that you just need to not be afraid to put yourself out there and try new things. You honestly never know who you might meet. And 
always keeping the door open is more welcoming to a new friend than having your door closed and waiting for someone to knock. It's a lot more pressure for that new friend to come knock versus if you're showing up to this new situation with this new friend and your door's wide open, metaphorically speaking, it's way more welcoming and that friend has a little bit more of a safe space to enter into and it doesn't feel as dark or cold or scary. So just keep an open mind. Basically, basically be open-minded, okay? You just never know. Once you've got the friends in your circle that you want in your circle, it's so important to maintain and build upon those relationships and to help constantly, you know, check in. And it's not unsimilar to like a romantic relationship, right? Your friends are just just as important of a relationship. And so it could be helpful to do, I was going to say monthly check-ins, but do it however often you need to, you know, just to do check-ins. And say, hey, you know, how we how we feeling? How are things? What does your life look like right now? And just really connect with your, your person, your friend. Um, maintaining those fun aspects of the relationship too. Not always just kind of depending on your friend to be there when you are sad or you need something. But also to want to show your excitement with them or to want to share your hobbies or your passions with them. Make sure you're keeping it spicy and lighthearted as well as leaning on them. Balance, you know what I'm saying? Balance. So like I said, I think a good way to do this is by initiating and maintaining conversations, showing interest in their interests and in other new findings that you guys maybe find together, other new hobbies and interests you find together. Uh, Being a good listener, giving good advice, also being able to kind of navigate when to give advice and when to just listen. For me personally, I try I try not to give advice unless it's asked for. If I'm giving unsolicited advice, it's because you've given me the same story too many times and my little brain and my little heart can't possibly bear seeing you like this anymore. But usually, I try to keep my advice to myself unless it's asked for. I just think that it's not really my place to tell somebody what to do because my experience comes from a or my my response comes from a very different experience than theirs. And so I don't really know how to navigate their situation. I can't pretend to. But I do like to be a really good listener. Because sometimes you just need somebody to listen and say, that's valid. Making sure you can always laugh with your friends. If you're not really laughing with your friends, I feel like something's gone wrong. (laughs) You and your friends should be giggle fits. I mean, like, it should be fun and funny and silly and playful sometimes, a lot of the time. And if you're not spending a lot of your time laughing, what are you doing? And is that something you want to be doing most of the time in your friend group? What does it look like for you? What do you want it to look like for you? And also be the kind of friend that you want in your life. Be the kind of friend to you and to your friends that you want your friends to be to you. Just I feel like That got a little bit tongue-tied, but that makes sense, right? Basically, be the kind of friend you want to receive. Be the kind of friend you want to have. I'm going to get stuck on that, so we're moving on. And just like you're allowed to set boundaries, so are your friends. And it's also important to be respectful and considerate of other people's feelings and boundaries. Just like you would expect them to be considerate and respectful of your boundaries. So, for example, 
maybe you have a friend who, I don't know, maybe they don't like physical touch. I say that because that's my love language, and I know a lot of people are very uncomfortable by it. Um, If I have a friend who's not about physical touch, even though, like, it's my love language, I'm not going to push that onto them. I'm not going to make them feel uncomfortable in any way and expect them to just take it because they're my friend and I think that they should be there for me no matter what that looks like. No, I mean, there are definitely cases, but absolutely not. If if your needs cross somebody else's boundaries, you need to be respectful. And I only say that because I know that I want somebody to respect my boundaries. I want my friends to respect my needs. And when I say that's not for me, I want them to respect that and leave it alone. I don't know if that was a bad example, but it's what I got right now. So hopefully it makes sense. Does that make sense? Thank you. It's all a practice. Everything is. Um, You know, the more you do it, the more you'll kind of be able to navigate it a little quicker, a little easier. The more you'll know what you're looking for and how to find it better. And the more you'll kind of grow and develop and become a better friend yourself. I think the better friends we become, the better friends we attract. So... Long story short, building strong friendships and relationships really takes a lot of time and effort, but it's worth it for the long-lasting connections and support that you'll gain. The friendships that you're looking for are lifelong friendships, and putting in a little bit of the work now while you're young and sprung and still have the energy is going to be beyond amazing. All right, well, that wraps up this week's episode on finding new friends. I hope you found it helpful. I hope you feel inspired to start building your own social network, your own inner circle. Remember that it's never too late to make new friends. And a strong network of supportive and meaningful relationships can bring so much joy and happiness into your life. You deserve to be happy. You deserve good friends. You deserve a BFFFL. So go make your list. Go find your people. I'm excited for you, honestly. That's it. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you next week. Happy Me Monday. I love you.